Hey, it's Lucas Walker from Gorgeous. Now, obviously, we recorded a lot of these episodes in person, which we're not doing anymore. So uh, we're experimenting a little bit, going to be trying different formats and different content that we're doing here at Gorgeous. In today's episode of the Ecom Swipe File, I actually filled in for our CEO, Romain, who's off for some very exciting but personal reasons. Uh, at our product town hall webinar, which we host on the third Tuesday of every month. If you want to join, you can find our Facebook group, find us on social media. We will be sharing that link. So hope you enjoy this episode with myself and Zach from our product team going over some recent updates to Gorgeous and just answering a lot of your questions. Hopefully you enjoy this episode of the Ecom Swipe File. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to our July product webinar. Uh, I am Luke Walker from Gorgeous. As you can tell, uh, Roman isn't here. I'm just inviting my co-host Zach on stage now. Uh, Roman is taking a little bit of time off for uh, some very exciting but personal reasons. Uh, that's all that we will say about that. And I see that right on time we have Zach joining us as well. Uh, Zach, thanks so much for being here. So. Uh, I know that normally it's a monthly product review, but because uh, July is the start of another quarter, we are going to be recapping all everything that we added in Q2, as well as uh, going on and sharing what we're going to be adding on. And of course, uh, let's make this as engaging as possible. Obviously, uh, don't need to say say with COVID and everything going on, but we're not getting out too too much, so. This is going to be the highlight of my uh, my social life for the week. So if you are in the chat box and you want to share uh, where you're joining us from, uh, anything else like that, always, always happy to uh, to see that. I'm coming in from, from Toronto, Canada. But then also if you do have any uh, questions, we'll try our best to answer them as we go. But we do uh, save a good chunk of time, about 15 to uh, 20 minutes at the end. Uh, no, Amber, I'm afraid that there are no uh, subtitles for the webinar. We will be uh, releasing it on YouTube after, and there is there are the captions there. Uh, but unfortunately, being live, I just I don't have a way to put captions on. Uh, now, it sounds seems like we see a lot of people coming in, a lot on the West Coast. I see Sylvia, my fellow Canadian here, Dr. Diana Carlton from Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Boulder, Colorado, Oxnard, California, North Carolina, and the Greensboro's. Uh, Lisa with Numa, awesome Coyote Vest from San Diego. Uh, I think I know what the, that product uh, does right from the description, which is which is always awesome. Guatemala, Mexico, uh, worldwide, Connecticut coming through to the East Coast now. So, uh, so we have a huge, uh, a huge uh, attendance just coming in from from all over the place, which is which is pretty awesome. Uh, and Zach, I think that now we have uh, everyone in here ready to go. I do want to save as much time for Q and A at the end. So, do you want to jump right into it? Yeah, that's great. Um, so I wanted to start off uh, this product webinar talking a little bit about Q2. Um, we're moving on to Q3 now, and I thought it'd be good to just reflect on what happened, what we need to change, what we built. Um, so I wanted to start it off just obviously by talking about the impact of uh, COVID-19 on just you guys and us as um, a customer support software. So like we've talked about before, we saw a massive increase in tickets, um, which in turn led us to a like uptick in some downtimes. So we just wanted to talk to you guys about what we've done to fix that. Um, over the last quarter, we've spent a lot of engineering resources on building up our site's reliability. 
We've hired more engineers specifically focused on reliability, and we're just working on scaling up our systems so that this will not happen again. Um, but that being said, there was also a lot of exciting stuff we built. We um, built a feature to undo sent messages. Um, we unveiled a new infobar design and also a macro page and settings. Um, so one thing that um, Lucas might be hey, able to Zach? talk Yeah. I just wanted to take a, a step back because um, I am on the, the marketing team. I do a lot of our content and social media. And one thing that we really almost reevaluated was our theme and our mission uh, mm -hmm. to tweak it slightly that we want to avoid any of your customers from having those really painful uh, support interactions. I think we've all been on the other side of them. Uh, hopefully we haven't had to deal with too, too many people on the other side of them with, with our story. But we want to, anytime that there's an opportunity for uh, a customer support interaction to be painful or exceptional, we really want to help you deliver those exceptional customer mm -hmm. support experiences. And that's where a lot of these product updates are coming from. So for instance, the, uh, the recent there are the unsend messages if you accidentally hit send or you realize it was wrong, the wrong macro You're not giving that customer the that painful experience of having to then go and say oh, that's my bad Now they've got two emails and there's just more confusion. So I just wanted to share that from <clears throat> from really uh, the why of, of, of everything that we're, we're doing to To bring it all the way down to 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 your customers and how they interact with your brand Absolutely. Yeah. And that's very much the focus moving forward as well is really having an impact on agents and in turn on customers downstream. So as we move on to Q3, um, our primary focus is going to be how can we save you guys time? How can we give you your team as agents um, the ability to answer to give the right amount of attention to the agent to the customers that need it the most? Um, actually, Lucas, this might be a good opportunity to talk a little about the customer referral program and um, kind of move into Q3 afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just to get jump right, uh, right, right into it, we did a test, and I'm really underselling our referral program because it's pretty awesome, but we did a, a test with a small group of users uh, and actually the agents and, and gorgeous users themselves, so not um, not influencers, not the buyers, but the actual agents. Uh, Nick, my uh, my fellow Torontonian, welcome. And what we did was, if you referred us uh, a customer and they did become a paying customer of Gorgeous, we would give you an iPhone. And we just figured that we'd rather spend our, our marketing budget supporting our, our end users and people who really use the product day, <clears throat> day in and day out. We'll talk a little bit more uh, about this, but if you do want Want, uh, want to know how you can get a free iPhone for referring someone to uh, to Gorgeous, then we can definitely chat about that. Uh, Sarah, it's mostly for customers because I know on the partnership side, uh, we redid our partner program to have an additional 15% uh, of revenue up front. So it does get a little bit tricky, uh, but feel free to just, just follow up with me, me or your partner manager after we can definitely make some exceptions, but we similar to how we reward our partners for helping us get new customers. We wanted to do the same thing for our, um, for our, our end users. Absolutely. And, um, so now I think it's a good time to transition into, um, what we've released most recently. Um, so over the last couple of weeks or over the last week, rather, um, we've had a bunch of new features launched. Um, and I wanted to talk you guys through that, give you an idea of what they do. Um, 
Yeah, exactly, Diana. So that's actually what I was going to bring up right now, which is our um, busiest time of the week feature. So within statistics, um, we've basically created a new um, menu that will essentially say what times of the week, what specific days, what specific hours are you getting the tickets in? Are you getting the most tickets in? The idea of which being we want to help you guys staff and have the right amount of people answering tickets at the times that are most important. Because like with any um, like with any team, your customer support budget is going to be limited. You're going to want to have the most people when it's most relevant. So that's part of um, this kind of new mantra that we're pushing, which is um, from our product development side, which is what can we do to make things easiest for you guys? Like how can we really kind of continue to drive your efficiency and make your customer support teams as um, effective as possible? Um, Andrea asks, are these tickets created only by customers or customers and customer support agents? So these tickets are incoming tickets. So this is when tickets are created from um, your customer support uh, from like agents themselves rather than um, tickets created by customers customer service agents. Um, the other thing that we've released as well, um, and this kind of touches more on the customer support um, on automation, is we added a new um, action to rules, uh, liking Facebook comments. So, you know, right now, if you're trying to manage your uh, social media online, a lot of times that just involves a significant amount of man hours reading through people tagging each other people um you know having conversations amongst each other and things that you may not necessarily want your customer support agents um to be spending all of their time on so now what you can do is you can create rules um and within that rule automatically like facebook comments so something that's important to note about this um turning this on for example every facebook comment um requires you to you should be more conscious about how off like when this is turned on we don't know the exact limit it's really really high but for example if you were liking every single facebook comment that came in um facebook would potentially like either block you or just uh deactivate your page so it's important to note that when you're release when you're using this feature um you should be cautious about you know constant 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 liking um at um extremely high rates um, and the last uh, feature we just released is creating tickets from the mobile app. So let's say you took part in our customer um, referral program, you get your great new iPhone, um, and you want to be able to run the, um, and you want to be able to use the gorgeous app. Now, whereas in the past, you could not create tickets, you could basically only respond to pre-existing tickets. Um, now you can create tickets um, directly via the app. Um, so those are the features we've released most recently. Um, and uh, what we really want to start doing now is talking through what Q3 looks like. Is there training of how to integrate your social media into Gorgeous? Um, I, I don't believe, actually, um, Lucas, you might know a little better than I on um, training for integrating social media into Gorgeous. Um, yeah, so the shorter answer is, uh, that you probably follow me to go back and prepare some more knowledge-based content with that and just showing some of some of the how, uh, how yeah. to do that. Uh, the long answer is we have weekly product training webinars uh, run by our support team where you can come in and ask questions uh, and they will show you how to do it. Uh, and I generally don't, I generally prefer 
pre-recorded for that reason that you have it at that that time where you can go and get it but with social media always changing and we're constantly pushing updates uh to the social features i would pop into uh into one of those and i'll in it in the replay email summary email that sends after this i'll send the link to to the next one so that you can join that and i'll add it to our, our content roadmap to put in some some of our content around uh, around there Absolutely. And if, if for people who have uh, started integrating their social media into Gorgeous, um, if you have any common issues or things that, um, you know, you're still confused about, this is always a good opportunity to, um, this is always a good opportunity to um, kind of share those with us. We can try to answer other Gorgeous customers might have some answers for you. Um, and we just really want to make sure this is um, kind of an open dialogue where you guys can ask us you have this opportunity to see face to face with the product team and with um lucas on the uh, marketing team and we can try to help um bring those questions to light um i apologize sorry that for some reason the questions is not loading up on so my um account um, they're coming in on both do you want me to ask you the the questions outside yeah. of the chat box yeah this Perfect. seems like there's a bit of a technical issue on the question side so yeah if you can share those um my way that'd be great cool so uh the first one oh so we have three so the first one is is there a way any way to integrate twitter into gorgeous which i know is a, a longer answer um that one's from mm -hmm. zach do we want to take that now take that offline save it until the end um yeah no, we can answer that now so right now um we are looking into a twitter integration um there's a, a lot of integrations that we're kind of weighing right now, one being Amazon, Twitter, obviously we're waiting on Instagram DMs. Um, if, if a Twitter integration is something that'd be important to you, because right now we're weighing to, um, we're weighing very openly to um, potential integrations, that being Twitter versus um, Amazon. I would love to get that uh, input in the chat. It would help us make our decisions of which to do first. Um, and for example, if you could tell me like, what do you use Twitter for um, from the social media side? Um, and, and like, where, like, what do you find it most useful for? Because that will help us develop our um, platform to um, that will help us develop our integration to best support you guys. Yeah. So Bridget, it seems like there is a. a um, no, oh, go. To make it official, I just added um, a poll, but this is. This is huge. This is probably the most uh, debate I've seen in a uh, webinar live chat in a long time. It's good to see to see mm -hmm. the engagement. Yeah, absolutely. And we do really appreciate all of this input because this really helps us make these decisions and it lets us have this kind of communication with you guys as we're pushing the product forward. So it looks the way that you'd want it to look. Um, awesome. So also, Cody, thank you so much for participating in our uh, in our case study and customer story. I just saw that Cody from Shinesty is in the chat, and we're releasing a customer story around Shinesty later this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would we love have, to pivot now. We have two more questions, oh, okay. Zach. Um, so one, so next one is similar on the timeline for Instagram DMs, similar to what we just uh, just just discussed. And then there was another one, how can we use rules to help customer flow? Specifically, we have a first auto reply that gives customers options for help. They choose that mm -hmm. option and a new rule provides a detailed message. Is there a way to make sure the customer doesn't receive any more rules and auto replies? Should we say that question from Colin for 
uh, later on towards the end so that we have time to get through. I can answer that pretty quickly. Um, A good way to, um, a good way to get your rules to not fire, um, not to fire multiple automated responses is to apply a tag, something like auto reply. Um, And then what you can do within your rules, and I can show you briefly what that looks like, but um, what you can do then is essentially, um, what you can do then is essentially look out in all of your other auto replies to say, and add a a filter that will say, if the rule, I mean, if the ticket does not have the auto reply tag, then fire the auto reply tag. So by having a uniform tag that will say, that will essentially imply that the ticket has already been auto replied to, you can then ignore, um, then you can ensure that you're not gonna fire multiple responses um, to multiple automated responses to uh, the same tickets. Let's see. Um, Oh, will there ever be a skip feature when answering tickets? Can you elaborate a little bit on um, what a skip feature would look like? When you say skip feature when answering tickets, is that the ability to um, move like through tickets in the same view? Let's see. This is a question from uh, from Cherry, I believe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for um, yeah, I guess we can elaborate on that further whenever you get a chance to answer. I can kind of answer in more detail, but. Um, yeah, so when turning on the auto like feature, is every like considered a ticket that increases usage and effective billing? No, automated, um, so auto replies, auto likes, auto hides, those kind of things don't actually play into your billing. Um, so those things will not actually account. So when we're looking at usage, we're looking at questions that were, uh, we're looking at tickets where there was a response from an agent rather than tickets that received a response from a rule. Uh, okay, and it, so I think now might be a good time, or unless, does anyone have any other questions? Um, I apologize, I can't seem to open the actual questions. Well, um, there's, there are two more uh, cherry expanding on, uh, or they're starting. They're starting to to come in. So do we want to answer them now or save them for for the end tag? Um, here, what we'll, what we can do is we'll um, we have a we have a little more time. I want to show off one uh, prototype, and then we can move right to the um, we can move right to the open Q and A. Um, Perfect. So let's yeah, let's jump into the live chat because I've seen it and I'm pretty. Pretty excited about it as someone who started in e-commerce in 2014. It's come a long way with what yeah. what you do to talk to customers. So, so let's jump through uh, the live chat because that, that truly is exciting, and then go back to uh, to Q and A. Yeah, absolutely. So um, recently, um, for those who have attended some of our previous product webinars, um, we showed off a conversational chatbot. Um, it was pretty limited in scope and. Um, but basically, it would send a. Res- it would um, the customer could interact with this chatbot via quick replies. Um, we've made the decision to move more towards a self-service portal. So rather than talking back and forth to a chatbot, a customer will interact with it the same way they would with a website. So I want to show you a quick prototype that we've drawn up. We're working on um, releasing a beta version, and for those who would be interested in trying this out please let us know because um, in the chat, 
because as we move forward, you know, I'll have a big list um, and we'll be able to kind of push to early agents. Oh, and Mitch, really quick, I, I want to um, make sure you guys understand the caution with the auto reply, with the um, auto like comment. So Facebook essentially will limit, um, Facebook will essentially limit um, essentially using what's called an API. It's a way that you interact with um, their site. It's a way that you can do things on Facebook without being in the site. Um, but if you do too many actions, and this is at a very high level, you know, this is within the, this is essentially keeping people from trying to um, like hack or use the system in a way it's not designed to work. Um, so the concern with liking Facebook comments, for example, if I created like, let's say I, this rule I have right here, which is when tickets created, then like Facebook comment. So for every single comment, for every single um, message, I would essentially be liking the comment. That's something we want to avoid. Um, even just having something, even having a rule that says if the comment is, you know, if the comments um, sentiment is positive um then like the facebook comment those kind of rules will be those kind of rules will be fine but it's just i suggest keeping it um precise in its um keeping it precise in its scope because you don't want to be liking every single message it comes in all right i want to answer um so i'm going to show off the self-service portal really quick and then we can move on because there's tons of questions coming in and i want to get to all of those i just want to make sure um and Zach, so, I can send them to you over uh, over Slack as well, so you so you have them. Uh, yeah, you have them there and can prepare while I maybe read them out. But let's let's take a look yeah. at the, the self service platform. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you guys can see right here, I can zoom in a little bit and see if that helps at all. Um, but what you're looking at is our essentially prototype for a um, for a self service portal. You'd be able to click track. If you click track. You'll be able to see the uh, customer will be able to essentially see the status and report an issue if necessary. Um, you'll be able to, and over time, we're going to expand this capability, potentially canceling orders, refunding orders. But for right now, what the self-service portal will do um, is essentially create tickets, pull the information necessary, allow the user to select the items that they're specifically curious about and create a ticket with all that information. The idea being that, you know, your agents, for example, will receive, um, let's say a request for an order cancellation and they'll have to go through, uh, they'll have to ask the customer some questions. Maybe the customer will leave the computer, maybe they'll come back and you have this sort of back and forth, back and forth that can get detached over time. Um, what this will do is allow your customer support agents to basically get a fully summarized ticket of what the customer wants fix it for them and give them a response easily. So tickets that could take, you know, hours and hours and hours to complete because of, you know, people asking, okay, we need this. Okay, we need that. Are you talking about this order, that order? Um, will eventually over time uh, be moved to just shorter and shorter time periods. The long-term goal of the project is to move to a fully, um, almost like Amazon works, where the entire process can happen behind the scenes. And I think over time, um, we're going to try to help automate and automate and automate away these uh, repetitive questions. Because from my research, you know, I'm, I'm seeing that around something close to like 30 or 40% of your tickets are all going to be, you know, returns, order status, 
return requests, order cancellations, these very common popular um, questions that you don't necessarily need your agents wasting time with, whereas they could really dedicate you know, thought and effort to um, the customers that need it the most. Okay, um, so that was just a quick summary of the chatbot. I wanna move on to uh, answering your guys' questions. I know that's really important to you guys to have this opportunity. So I'm gonna start with Diana's question. Is there a way to search by order number and tickets? We have a Shopify account linked to Gorgeous and we can't open our Shopify orders from the right-hand panel. Uh, we can't open our Shopify orders from the right-hand panel, but no, we cannot search by order number to find a customer within Gorgeous. So you can, you are able to search for a order number in Gorgeous, um, like you said, via that right panel. Um, I've heard of some customers having issues. Theoretically, this should be, you should be able to um, ask by order number, but I know some customers are having issues with that. It's something we're looking into and trying to figure out how. Um, if for those customers who are experienced, if you are experiencing that, the more you let us know, the more we can kind of find similarities and get to the answer. So if you can, if somebody's having trouble searching for order numbers in this right-hand panel up here, um, please let us know. And that's something we're going to work towards and try to figure out how to get that to work because you should be able to answer, you should be able to search by order number from there. Um, okay, Patricia Huxable. If you're starting to write a new email and have to exit that screen, is the draft saved anywhere? Um, unfortunately, we don't have drafts right now. That's something that we do have on the, um, that's something we do have in our um, list of kind of potential features. Um, if you guys, if that's something that's interesting, if that's something that would be really valuable to you, again, like I always say, the more you let us know, the more we can kind of push that project forward because we know how much it'll impact you guys. Um, Allison asked, is there a way to differentiate Facebook slash Instagram comments on organic posts versus ads? So right now, um, Instagram comments come in as their own, um, let me pull this up really quick, sorry. So right now, um, if we look at channel, you can see that Instagram ad comments are their own specific, um, Instagram comments are their own specific, um, channel for Facebook. It's a little trickier. Um, it's something that we were looking into and want to, um, and essentially want to, uh, move forwards with is separating Facebook from Facebook comments. I mean, from, um, Facebook ads. Another thing you can do is if you have the language of your ad, you can create a rule for your Facebook ad um, to say basically if the, um, if the ticket message body contains whatever your, ads, um, whatever your ad's text language is, then tag it as an ad and you can use that um, to basically um, tag tickets that are from Facebook ads rather than from um, you know, organic posts. Let's see. Um, Diana Carlton, does this have the ability to serve as a knowledge base, i.e. customer describes technical issue and then provide them with recommended solutions? Um, it does have the potential to serve as a knowledge base. Um, that's something that we're actually looking into, creating a knowledge base in itself. Um, that's part of my research for Q3 on the product team is looking into creating a help center. Um, we know it's a very popular feature and having that integration within shop within gorgeous as both an internal and external facing 
knowledge base um, is definitely something we want to move forwards with. Um, let's see. Okay, Awana, when checking the tickets queue, could you please add the number of pages so that we can go faster to a certain page? Um, yes, yes, yes. I okay. That's absolutely a that's absolutely a great idea and something that we would really really like to do because I know it's difficult to go all the way through your um, go all the way through a list of tickets when you're trying to um, find a specific page. Um, another thing you can do um, if there is a certain variable um, that you are like if there's a certain ticket for example let's say you're looking for your oldest ticket or you're looking for you know, um, you know, let's say oldest sure, ticket by or date range, maybe. Ticket. maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe by, by date range, you, you know this customer's opened up uh, 35 tickets a month for the last two years, and you're pretty sure they were responded, uh, mm -hmm. say, back in November before BFCM. So you would go back and just sort of narrow it down to, to that range, I guess. I guess would be yeah. in this case. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. Um, okay. Are there any other questions in the, um, in the questions build right now? I think that we have the most, uh, um, I think we went through all of them, but in the chat, there was quite a bit around, uh, an FAQ build or, or help docs, mm -hmm. uh, natively through words, especially if it could be, be searched or queried while looking up the tickets. Did you want to talk a little bit um, about that and really how that ties into um, into the product roadmap? I know looking at the product board, it's something that we're, Absolutely. we're always exploring, but I think you've probably done a little bit more research and can give a more eloquent uh, answer that, uh, than I can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the help docs has been a issue of particular focus for us. Um, because of our drive towards automation, um, the more information that we have structured from you guys, the more we can use that to automate answers to tickets. Um, something that we really want to kind of push for over time is to build out our ability. Essentially, the way that we're moving forwards on automation is saying, okay, there's this question type, we want to automate this question type. And right now, you know, the big ones we're focusing on are these kind of easy, um, or not easy, but rather relatively uniform um, questions. So order status, returns, cancellations, things I showed you at the chat bot. Um, but there's a large kind of, um, there's a large chunk of questions that are gonna be specific to your company. So frequently asked questions, um, things like um, policies, things like, um, Things like, um, you know, was this built, like wh where was this manufactured? Um, and over time, I think um, that's definitely in our scope. So we're trying to um, essentially drive forwards on that project. Right now, we're focused more on getting those high impact, large um, questions like returns, cancellations, kind of agent oriented act or action based questions, and then want to move to the help doc. So like I said before, um, for Q3, one of my jobs is to spec and develop a help desk um, to see what it would look like, how it would interact with our, um, how it would interact essentially with our other features and how we wanna use that to drive, um, how we wanna use that to drive automation and make your guys' job easier and easier. Let's see. Um, 
how can we disable views from certain agents? Um, so that's actually, that's a great question. Um, and that ties in actually to our Q3 roadmap, which I can show a little bit um, about right now. So something that we're developing um, for Q3, which will be released in Q3, is view sharing and view, se view, view sections. So view sharing will allow you to restrict access to certain views, kind of exactly what you're talking about. So what you'll be able to do is share some views with everyone, some views with specific teams or just specific agents. And over time, that will um, both clear up your kind of your sidebar in Gorgeous um, and also let you restrict views from agents, have certain views that are just, you know, for admins, have certain views that are just for chat teams. Um, and that's going to be paired with uh, what we're calling view sections, which will be um, blocks of views that can be um, minimized or maximized, um, or sorry, hidden or unhidden, and continue to help clear up that sidebar so you can keep those views more organized. Let's see. We're running into there was a question from uh, from Pamela there as well. She's yeah. talking about uh, the issues of tickets being unable to uh, unable to be to be merged. So I don't know if that's. Um, I would like, I'd like to hear more about that situation to be able to answer that. Um, so for tickets that um, theoretically you should be able to merge two tickets. Um, but I'm not sure there's I, I'm not sure what variables are impacting that. I would love to know more about that more about that, Pamela. So that's something we might be able to talk about um, outside of the um, product webinar. Yeah, I hope uh, that it's uh, not a product issue, but rather two different customers with similar emails mm -hmm. and the same name that look that look similar. Because I know I found myself in those those situations. Mm -hmm. They just they're always kind of a uh, kind of fun when it happens. But it sounds like Sarah's having the same problem as well. Mm -hmm. I'm Madison, so it probably isn't, and that we should take a look mm -hmm. at that. Yeah, um, that's something we can absolutely take a look at. Yes, well, Zach, we'll um, we'll chat about it about after and follow, follow up as necessary. Um, Kristen mm -hmm. did have a really good help docs, uh, just just pro tip there with the Chrome extension to be able to put those uh, the exact uh, doc or the exact links into the tickets as well, which is a, mm -hmm. a great great uh, pro tip there. And then there was Absolutely. another question from, or rather, just a comment. From from Taylor, I believe. Yes, Taylor. That uh, for Gorgas for us to produce uh, a help doc or some knowledge base material that would be uh, really really useful. So, um, or a help doc on the most common Gorgas rules and how to set them up would be awesome. Uh, Taylor, mm -hmm. I'd love to work with you or anyone else on the call to provide some examples that you're actually using. Uh, we can we can take a look at the data and produce some really good content on that. But if you want to uh, be included and use some stuff that maybe you see more day to day, we'd love to uh, in involve you in that because I think it's always better to use real world examples when we when we can. And then a couple of questions in terms of uh, also on merging. Here's mm -hmm. another one from Adrian. Can we merge phone calls into email tickets? Um, mm -hmm. So that was one. And then would it ever be resolved to merge the Facebook tickets with Shopify tickets? Yeah, so um, something we are working on right now is, um, or something in the, um, 
something in the uh, Q3 plan is to allow merging of tickets uh, across channels. Um, that's in our tentative Q3. So that is very much on the radar and something our, um, or that rather not just on the radar, but that's something that our uh, engineering team will be moving forward on in Q3. So hopefully that should be released by the, uh, at least by the end of Q3. A customizable reporting dashboard would be super. Um, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know, um, maybe you guys can post in the chat, um, what sort of customizable reporting are you interested in? What variables um, are important to you to be able to customize your reporting? Um, yeah, so it seems like there's uh, weekly trends, isn't it? Is, uh, is definitely one we're looking at. Um, are there any? Yes, and the question from, from Juan, mm -hmm. uh, which is appropriate because we plugged that our gorgeous Facebook group community earlier. Uh, but are there any plans to integrate Facebook groups so they manage a group and would love those notifications to come in through Gorgeous? Mm -hmm. Let me see. Um, yeah, so Facebook groups integration is something we have on the um, something we have in our plan right now. It is um, still kind of being examined. Um, it is part is definitely in our radar is um, push uh, merging Facebook groups. I think. Um, for us, it's something that we're very much wanting to push with um, more on the Q4 side rather than Q3. Um, we have a set of Facebook, um, or rather in Facebook integration improvements that we're moving forward with. But um, yeah, I hear you on the Facebook groups and it's something we definitely, definitely will have at some point. Perfect. And then there was another question uh, from from Himla. And Himla, what company are you with? Is that Black Wolf, um, the logo there? Uh, but if someone is contacting us through Facebook Messenger and then contacting us from their private email, it doesn't seem like Gorgeous will recognize that they're the mm -hmm. same person, even though we try to merge it. Uh, we can contact you outside of the webinar for more guidance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's something that's tricky about Facebook Messenger in general is the tickets um, are don't seem to have the right variables to um, like uh, the Facebook Messenger API doesn't give us the right information to merge. It's something we're going to continue to kind of work towards. Um, something we're considering right now is um, uh, something we're considering right now is moving forwards on. Um, uh, like auto merge improvements and kind of figuring out um, how to merge these tickets without um, how to merge tickets without needing you know this kind of hand by hand figuring out of is this this person is this a different person? Yeah, Let's so see. similar to the apps on your phone that will say, hey, are these photos the same? Can we mm -hmm. delete some of these blurry ones? Or if uh, oh, I'm actually shooting myself in the foot saying that I do this. <laughs> But uh, when you're searching for a discount code for a website you're about to purchase from, and they give you a list of codes and say, mm -hmm. "Would you like to try these?" and they have that scale of this is this one worked earlier today, and this one worked at BFCM six months ago, so there's a mm -hmm. four percent chance that it will actually work. Yeah, 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 exactly. Not, not that I do that, but I, I've I've heard <laughs> some, some online shoppers like like to do that mm -hmm. from time to time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I think we're wrapping up at quarter past, right, Zach? Yeah. Perfect. So I think that we do exactly. have a couple more questions going in. Is there anything else with uh, chat, any of the features that we really said you just want to double back on to really, uh, really hit home, 
to just really double down on that before yeah. we take it home? So this might actually be a good opportunity to talk about um, our move to Gorgeous Chat. Um, we're building out our own gorgeous backend for chat. And with that, our, um, it gives us a lot more customization of what our chat can do. Um, so right now for Q3, we're going to be launching our gorgeous backend. And with that will come the ability to access customer location, the ability to block customers on chat, and the ability to show which agents, which of your agents are available for chat. Um, those, um, those basically will over time um, build out to more and more features. Um, but it's important, I think, to note that we are going to be transitioning to a gorgeous specific chat. Um, that will be a lot more powerful and customizable and give us a lot of more opportunities to build out our ability to um, build out our ability to the ETA on that chat is um, right now they're finishing, they're finalizing the um, Right now, they're finalizing the engineering side. It's been in progress for almost a full quarter. So the like back back limit is end of Q3, more than likely um, maybe halfway through Q3. Um, can the chat widget be customized? Um, yes, you can customize the chat widget. You'll be able, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how um, much of that will be done from gorgeous rather than via your actual site, um, kind of with the actual the code on your site. Um, for those who are interested in customizing chat, something we offer right now is what we call advanced chat customization. I can post a um, link to it um, right here. But essentially what you can do is use the actual code, um, add code be, uh, within your Shopify page within the HTML and change both the size and um, and change a bunch of different variables, including size, uh, when it's shown, and those kind of things. So I'm going to post that in the chat right here. Perfect. And you can see um, a few different different things there, but we do have uh, two last questions mm -hmm. from the uh, question box, which I'm just slacking. You now one from Michael and one from Allison. Okay, yeah, Michael. Regarding reporting, are there plans to give a daily breakdown by tags? Yeah. So for right now, um, like you said, Michael, the way to do it is to do a view by day. Um, but as part of kind of that advanced statistic customization that we've been talking about, which is fair, which is kind of constantly growing and constantly building, we do want to have um, daily, weekly, um, and kind of building out that statistics to be more customizable. So um, yeah, again, you know, the more that you guys kind of tell us these ideas, the more we can integrate it into our statistics improvements moving forward. Let's see, Allison, we'll be able to have new chat from the same customers. We have new chats from the same customers, create a new ticket. Piling on. Okay, yeah. So Allison's asking about um, um, having multiple tickets for um, the same customers um, via chat. Because right now, um, right now, the way that our chat works is uh, chat tickets will be combined into one ticket. So something that's important to know right now is we separate basically seven-day periods go into the same chat box. Um, I'm going to the same ticket rather. 
Um, the reason of which being that a lot of these chats happen async and, um, but it is something that, um, I understand can be very, very powerful and important to you guys for tagging tickets. Um, if it was, I, I think, um, for right now we're sticking with, um, keeping chats in the same ticket, but if it is something that's important to you guys, it's something we can, um, work on, on our end. Um, let's see, Colin asked, is there a best practice when it comes to managing incoming chats? What changes on the horizon for live chat? It's a huge revenue driver. We want to implement it more into our daily routine. So for me- First off, oh, I just want to say that it's awesome that you're seeing so much revenue or live chat being a huge revenue driver for, uh, for your business. That's, that's awesome to, to, to hear, hear that feedback as something that we spend a lot of time really marketing towards or marketing around in Q2 and, continue to into BFCM, it's awesome to uh, to hear that. So first of all, congrats on finding a, a revenue channel that's still super, super early days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So unfortunately, we're starting to reach the end of our time. Um, I can stay on and answer. Um, I can just answer any questions you guys might have. Um, but I do believe we're going to have to wrap up the, uh, um, the actual presentation component of the webinar. Um, Thank you guys so much for being so active in the chat and asking questions, giving ideas. All this stuff is so valuable to us on the product team. You know, our job really is to um, kind of move forward. So for the beta chat right now, we still need to build out the actual software. Once we move forwards, I'll be sending out an email. Um, likely, um, I'll be sending it to... Um, essentially people who have expressed interest in these product webinars. Um, I'll forward you guys an email. You can sign up to, um, you guys can sign up to take part in the revenue and we would love to, um, and we would love to kind of connect with the people who are interested as the project moves forward to implement different iterations of the beta, um, and get an idea of what you guys are, how you guys like it, what features you want to be there. Cause in the end of the day, we want to know how this works for you guys. You know, it can be a great software, but it's about how it works in implementation. So I'll reach out to everyone in the, everyone who's expressed interest um, and feel free to keep pushing interest. Um, keep, keep, keep free, uh, feel free to keep expressing that uh, interest to me and I'll keep you guys um, in mind as we move forward with that beta. Um, all right. I'm, I'm going to stay on uh, as well. Uh, Colin, I'd love to have you on our on our podcast and just share a little bit more about how uh, how that's that's really uh, working out. Matthew, I think uh, we're in the same fantasy baseball league, which is pretty cool just to hear uh, everyone really show coming coming in here. But uh, Zach, I know that you mentioned you're going to stick around. I'm going to stick around for another fifteen minutes or so. Mm -hmm. uh, so why don't we just do, keep doing Q and A if you're open for it? Yeah, no, that's perfect. So um, I'm going to probably leave the uh, video chat, but I will continue to answer questions um, below. Perfect. And I saw you a couple more. Thank you, everyone, who All did, right. uh, who was able to make it. Thank you, everyone, who is listening on the replay on the podcast. Not sure if we'll leave the next few questions in, but uh, it's also really nice to see our customers connecting in the uh, in the chat box. It's always also really, really good to see when uh, when customers are, are coming up. Uh, yeah. Pro tip, draft my trout. <laughs> So, uh, literally inside baseball there, uh, going, <laughs> going, uh, going on. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I saw you a couple of questions there, Zach, if you want to 
uh, just any tips for having clients emails multiple times. I can talk a little bit about that, that one uh, if you if you'd like, and then maybe uh, you can go into just more more tactics. But I think that this is really where autoresponders are so key. Uh, when you get into that customer support death spiral where someone doesn't hear back, their little internal alarm clock says, well, my package from Amazon would have been here by now. I'd better follow up again. Uh, mm -hmm. So merging tickets where you can, setting up autoresponders to just let people know you are getting back to everyone, but it will take a little bit longer. Um, so if you can do that, anything like that will will, will have a huge, uh, a huge help on it. And then also just run the analytics of your your tickets and see what's being asked and try to proactively address that whether it's on product display page contact us page uh even in the chat in the chat box pop up say hey uh we're here to help help you out if you're looking for an existing order uh head over here uh to get to get started just because we are experiencing uh delays from from before so those are some of the ways that i would approach uh, that to just get it down. Uh, you can also, if you follow up with us, Absolutely. we have we work we work with a lot of contact center partners where it's almost a hybrid model where it's not outsourced entirely, but it's uh, when thing when you your team is at sort of 90, 95% capacity, they can help with a lot of the simpler questions of hey, where's my order? What's your your return policy? It was sort of more transactional questions rather than product specific uh, questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, again, thank you all so much for being so active and, um, you know, taking a look and being so willing to participate. It really makes these um, really, really fun to do. So thank you, guys. Awesome. Thank you. In fact, there is just one more question there from yeah. uh, Sherry. Is there a way to have a ticket go into a view automatically depending yes. on language in the, the ticket? This would be a pretty pretty basic rule I would, would assume. So in your views, you can actually create a view using language as your, um, as one of the filters. So if you create a view, add language, um, then you can essentially automatically filter. So we automatically detect language of tickets and we'll automatically put them in the right boxes. And then uh, if you mean that the, the language that they're using, so for instance, uh, where's my order? We do have a lot of them no. set up there, there already, or uh, you can do the Boolean, oh, like the, the old hack okay. of the common words people might use. So uh, delayed, taking uh, a lot longer, uh, et cetera. So there, okay. there are a couple of ways, yeah. both if it is on language, if you are serving in multiple multiple language regions, but also just the uh, syntax that, uh, that they're using. Allison, thank you for stopping Absolutely. by. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely we'll see you there. All right, guys, thanks again. Bye. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye.